What's up? What's up? Happy Monday. And cut. <laughs> what's up? What's up? It is your girl Ray with a new episode. Um, I hope you guys have missed me because I've missed you, even though I don't know who all of you are. But if you're listening, I still missed you because, yeah. So this topic is very, very urgent for me because, um, I don't know, some crazy, not crazy. Let me not say that. That's the wrong word. Some very, um, a very cool thing happened today. And I wanted to share it with you guys because this is my real life. And these things happen. So I want to share it because I want to help other people. So, um, you ever hear about a family that has a history of cancer? Um, you may hear about people who say things like, well, cancer runs in our bloodline. I, we, I've had several aunties and, 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 you know, my granny, they all pass some breast cancer. That's something that's common in our family. Or do you hear people say things like, um, you know, my uncle was killed just like my nephew, you know, just you hear things like that and you're like, oh my gosh, that's such a common thing in their family. Um, I had a co-worker that I used to work with back in Charlotte, and she talked about how they had a death of young people in their family. Almost every year, it was always some teenager in their family that was killed some kind of way. And that same year, her brother was killed in a dirt bike accident. So, I, you know, just, I don't know, all that stuff just kind of like, came up today so I'm talking to my co-workers we were actually in a meeting and after the meeting the three of us we were just talking about things outside of work like you know we normally do these are like my little work homies and we were just kind of catching up with each other or whatever and one of my co-workers who was in her 50s was speaking about how she's starting to live now she's starting to go on vacation and just really enjoy her life and I'm like oh you should and, um, you know, she was like, well, you know, uh, with COVID and everything, I, I just um, pre-COVID, I always stayed in the house. But then, you know, after co- while, I mean, uh, when the lockdown happened, she just explained how she was so depressed and she just couldn't take being in the house. I am with her on that. Um, I was miserable for a little minute. It started to mess with me being in the house so much and not being able to do anything or go anywhere. Um, and I'm a homebody. So <laughs> for a homebody to be sick of home, yeah, like the quarantine really put a toll on a lot of our mentals. And she was just speaking about now um, she really wants to get out and enjoy her life because she was so like down during the lockdown. And I was just like just hyping her up like, yeah, girl, enjoy your life. You know, you still young. Do you whatever. So um, my other co-worker, he says, well, I'm, I still have a fear. You hear that word? I still have a fear of COVID because my mother passed away from it. Hmm. And there was a slight bit of anger that just came up in me, not at my coworker, but I did get mad at fear. All of a sudden, something just spoke through me and I simply said this, and this is going to be 
the title of this podcast, I have never, ever been so serious about a message in my life like I am right now. This is so major. This is so serious. This is even more serious than my podcast that I did about my son's father because all of this is tied together. Before he could even finish what he had to say, and I do have a bad habit of over-talking people because my mind works so fast, I'm trying to do better. I immediately said, their story is not your story. Let me say that again. Their story. Who, 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 whose story? Your parent or parents that might have died the way that they did. Your siblings that might have died the way that they did. Your close friend, your aunt, your uncle, your grandparent, your neighbor. Their story is not your story. Their life is not your life. It's very unfortunate that a lot of us have experienced lost. I'm sure all of us have experienced some sort of lost. But we cannot walk around here with this fear that the same thing that happened to other people is going to happen to us. We cannot live like that. That is not the way to live. What broke my heart was my coworker who is so amazing, so helpful, so wonderful. When I need any kind of help with anything, he is always my go-to. The fact that he says that I lost both my parents in their 50s. So I've just been assuming that maybe that will be my life as well. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to let you live believing that about yourself. So enough of me telling their business. They did give me permission to speak about this, by the way. I'm not just telling people personal business and y'all don't know them. So whatever. But I said all that to say. I had to pray for them both. And I had to pray for myself. But I really focused on those two in our prayer. We had a very decent prayer. We spoke life over each other and we got off the call. But I promise you, it was so mind-blowing. It was so amazing because to hear people come out and say, I don't even think I'm, I didn't think I was going to live past my 50s. So I'm just kind of, you know, just going with the flow. What? My other coworker, because she's lost people close to her to cancer, just assuming that one day it's going to happen to her and even telling her kids, you know, hey, if it happens, I'm not going to take chemo. Hmm? What? We, listen, not, not that I'm saying that things don't run in bloodlines because they do. Okay? There's bloodline demons. There's generational demons. There are demons that, um, that, that have been in your family since the beginning of time, and they run rapid. And if the person who's supposed to call this demon out don't call it out, it would just keep going and going and going. So I get it. I get that there are infirmities and there are habits and things that go on within bloodlines that get passed down from generation to generation. That is a very realistic view about things, okay? If Big Mama and them had diabetes and all your aunts and your mama and everybody, of course, 
you're going to feel in your mind that it's, oh, it runs in my family, so you're just going to accept it, right? Listen, I'm going to keep repeating myself. Their story is not your story. When my son's father passed, I had a paranoia about my son and anxiety about my son that was so unhealthy. It was so disgustingly unhealthy. I remember he went to South Carolina for the summer to work with my mom in her store. And I would text him around the time that they closed at least five to six times. Then I would call if he did not answer the phone. Because I had such a paranoia that his story was going to be his dad's story. No. We have to understand this. Everybody in this world, they have a choice to live how they want to live. They have a choice to eat how they want to eat. They have a choice to have a lifestyle that they want to have. They have a choice to have addictions, to not deal with the addictions, or to deal with the addictions. There are so many different ways that people can live their lives and if you're not doing what they're doing you can't assume that that's going to be your life as well you cannot assume that my son's father was at the wrong place at the wrong time when he was killed and he was around people that he shouldn't have been around okay He's a nice person. He's cool with everybody. And he uh, unfortunately, he got caught up with the wrong people. And it happens. But his story will not be my son's story. You know why? Because I take what happened to my son's father and I use it to educate my son. One thing I'm always telling my son is I'm putting my son on game when it comes to everything. No, boo. We don't go hang at people's house we don't know. We be careful of those friends that make little jokes. Be careful of those friends that low-key is trying to ruin what you have going on. Be careful of those friends that don't speak life over you. Because low-key, sometimes people like that are the ones that end up stabbing you in your back. Literally. And so I put my son on the game. So when you get out here in this world, I don't have to walk around here paranoid when you're not around me because I'm already educating you on how you should be, how you should move, and who you should deal with. I'm putting you on game now. When this situation happened with Trouble and him getting killed at this girl's house and this girl knowing that her ex-boyfriend and her just broke up and this is the house that they shared and you got another man in your house, and then he dies because he's at the wrong place at the wrong time. I brought this up to my son. You want to meet a girl? Meet her at Starbucks. And even when you're at Starbucks, watch your surroundings. Don't go to no female house and you don't know her situation. Because a female a lot quick. I did it a lot in my 20s. <laughs> and a little bit in my early 30s. I sure did. I lied. You still talk to someone? So, uh-uh, I ain't talked to him in two weeks. Baby, he probably just left before you got here. Let's keep it 100. So I put my son on game. So when you out in this world on your own without your mother, you're going to always have these lessons in the back of your mind. You know why? Because your dad's life is not your life. It's not going to be your life. It's not going to be your fate. It's unfortunate what happened to your dad. We're always devastated when we lose our loved ones. 
that is normal, that's okay, that's human, there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to look at their situations and figure out what they did wrong to make sure we don't do that, right? If I know that high blood pressure runs in my family, don't you think I would need to watch how I eat? I don't need to consume so much salty foods. I need to be careful. If the doctor tells me I'm pre-diabetic, wouldn't I need to fall back from the sugar? It's all about decisions. It's all about how you want to live your life. And if you're going to live it any kind of way and not have set any rules for yourself, then your fate is based on you. Not to say, listen, I know ultimately God knows when we're going to die. He knows how we're going to die. That's something that God knows. But I do believe from the bottom of my heart, sometimes we can rush that by being irresponsible. But what we're not going to do is we're not just going to accept fear and go with it. This is why I got mad at fear when my coworker said that, because he is one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I was like, you have four children and you're going to live to see your kids. Okay. When it's time for you to go, it's going to be when God is ready and not because of bad decisions or because you got caught up in worldly things that you didn't need to get caught up in. Mm hmm. If someone is obese and the doctor tells them, if you don't stop doing this, this is going to kill you and they don't stop. That's not your place to say, oh, it happened to auntie. So clearly it's going to happen to me. No, no, no. Auntie didn't do what she was supposed to do. So unfortunately, that was her fate. Now, before y'all say I'm being mean and cruel, absolutely not, because I am somebody that takes death very hard. I really do. But at the same time, we have to be smart. I want to live as long as possible. I want to see everything my son, my nephew, my family members, my little cousins, my nieces, my nephews. I want to see everything that they're going to do in life. And I'm not going to just accept because other people in my life have died a certain way. I'm not just going to accept that that's going to happen to me. Imagine thinking like that. Imagine thinking because auntie and them went out the way that they did, that that got to be your, that got to be your fate. Absolutely not. I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to take that. I'm not. I'm not. When my dad passed away, I was devastated. I was. I was devastated about how he died. My dad and I, we weren't close. But I was devastated about how he died because how he died was jacked up, okay? And I would never, ever dishonor my family by saying how he died, but it was jacked up. And it, I did not like it. It bothered me. It still bothers me to this day. But what I don't do is I don't say, oh, that's probably going to be my fate, too. That's probably going to happen to me, too. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. God has so much more for me. He has better for me. And the trauma and the issues that I have, I will constantly stay working on it. I will stay in therapy for however long I need to, to deal with these issues and be my best self before I just accept things for how they are and go with the flow. Their story is not your story. Okay? 
We got to start speaking life over ourselves. We got to start being more realistic about how we live. We got to stop just accepting things for what they are and just try to do better, make things better for ourselves. If you know that you're eating bad and it's messing with your health, let's work on eating better and going to the gym. Talking to myself. If you know that the people you hang around, they're caught up in things they don't need to be caught up in and you're not sure if it's going to come back and bite you in the butt, get away from those people. Get away. Just leave them. Their story, their decisions, the way they live, their lifestyles, that is not yours, okay? Okay. And if you want to change and if you want better, then do that. But we're done with the, oh, that runs in my family. If you have a smoking addiction, you say, well, hey, everybody in my family smoke. How about you be the first to stop? How about you stop? Yeah, you, you can stop that. I'm not saying it's super duper easy because I don't struggle with addiction. So I'm not here to downplay addiction. But if you know you have an addiction, let's put in the work to stop that. So again, your story is not their story. Okay? Please don't think I'm being insensitive to addiction because I'm not. But we have to start being realistic about how we want to live our lives and we need to start putting in that work and not just doing and accepting things because it happened to mama and them, auntie and them, daddy and them. Well, you know, they used to live like that. So, okay, well, that's them. They made those decisions. Now, I'm not saying the reason why I'm clearing myself up, because I know that sometimes people will take things wrong with it, misunderstand and get mad about it and don't really understand what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is this. I know that death is inev- inevitable. I know that there's nothing we can do to control death. If it is our time to go, then it is our time to go. I get that. I'm not saying that there is some, um, there's something you can do to prevent that from ever happening to you. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if, if you have the tools, if you have the tools for whatever it may be, whatever struggle you may have, whatever may be rushing you to that race, that, that, uh, rushing you to death whatever it could be I'm just giving examples if you know that you struggle with addiction and you know that that may kill you one day like it did uncle and them if you know that you struggle with obesity if you know that you struggle with all these health issues what I'm saying is use the resources and the tools that's in this world to help you to help you and fight and fight okay but we're not gonna just accept anything anymore we're not just going to say because imagine if I truly my thoughts are all over the place imagine if I truly walked around here paranoid And 
completely afraid for my son's life. Which, the way the world is set up, we should be praying for our children and worried about our children, for sure. But imagine if I was so paranoid like I used to be that I didn't want him out of my sight. Imagine how many health problems I can bring on to myself with stress. Just imagine just being so stressed out and worried about my son who is completely protected, who's going to completely be fine, but just being so paranoid and just thinking that his story is going to be his dad's story. Just thinking that odd, just automatically thinking the worst. Just imagine if I thought like that, I was like that. Do you know how many health problems I would have? Do you know how bad stress kills people? Can you imagine my heart? Can you imagine everything that I would be dealing with? So I had to put in the work. I had to put in that work. And it was just funny because talking to my two coworkers, it's just sad that people really are out here accepting fates and just assuming that because it happened to everybody else is going to happen to them. No, we're not doing that in 2022. We're not. We're going to live. We're going to be happy. We're going to enjoy our lives. Of course, we're going to go through bad things in life. That's normal. But we're going to get through it and we're going to keep on pushing. Because whatever happened to that, to whoever, and it might be bothering you and you may be thinking that's going to be your life, that's not going to be your life. And you need to talk to God and you need to talk to who or whoever you believe in and figure out exactly, you know, I don't know how to stop thinking that way. You need to pray. You need to really sit down and figure out how to stop thinking that way. This is on my heart heavy because I know the feeling of thinking that because this happened to everybody else, it's probably going to happen to me too, but that's not going to be your story. And I need you to believe that. And I need you to receive that. And I need you to go with that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're like, like I'm really being serious because again, this is my real life. So the fact that I am in, I'm in the middle of this conversation, almost shocked because this coworker is like, you know, hey, um, you know, all my family members, not all, but a few of my family members died from cancer. So I'm just telling my kids like, hey, when it's my time, no, I need you to not think like that. I need you to not say that. I need you to not accept that. Don't even give that nasty thing, that type of power. No, nah, we're not going to give that power. Absolutely not. Okay? But we're going to be smart, and we're going to take care of ourselves so we don't have that same fate. We do have to be smart. But, yeah, like, today was a trip. But um, say it with me now. Their story, whomever they is, that sounded so country, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Their story is not your story. Your story is your story. And how your story plays out is all on you. It's not on anybody else. It's on you. You have to put in the work to make sure your story plays out the way you want. Okay? All right, it's your girl, Ray. That's all I got for y'all. But have a great day. Be safe out here. Pray over your children, your spouses, your family. It's getting real. It's been real, but it's getting real. But don't be out here afraid. Don't be out here paranoid. Just know that God got you. You're going to be okay. Your family's going to be okay. And 
Listen, I said what I said. All right, y'all, bye.